You're listening to Car Chats with Tess, Kat and Sean. The radio show where we talk about all things taboo and relevant to you. Catch us at radiomonash.org every Tuesday at 4. Good morning. No, not good morning. <laughs> good afternoon, everyone. And welcome to Car Chats with Tess, Kat and Sean. How are you guys today? Good. Yeah, not too bad. Good. We'll get there one day, Tess. One day, one day we'll get there. I always, like, I panic yeah. when I have to do the introduction and I'm like... Good morning. It's 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 not morning. I think you did a wonderful job, actually. Thank you. That means a lot. Oh, um, we, Tess and I are going to um, Barbet, actually. That's exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Did you think it was going to happen this soon, like uh, interstate I travel? Mean, oh, I think it's yeah. It's about time. Yeah, no, like for I'm sure. not surprised. But um, yeah, we've been organising it for a few weeks, and now we're going. We've also got Sophie uh, in the back corner of of the studio. She's Hello, producing. So. <laughs> uh, she's she's joining us on that trip too. So yeah, very exciting. We're going for four days. I've never been to Byron Bay. It's so much fun. It's such a it's such a vibe. <laughs> Can, have you um have you been to Byron Bay? I feel like you've never been there. Oh really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> this I just will be remember. My fourth time. I was gonna say I remember a phase when all you spoke about was Byron Bay. <laughs> Shut up. I'm joking. It was the, okay, I went on schoolies and I was like, oh, yeah, cool. And then it was the next time I went with my mum where I was like, okay. Yeah, really you literally said you were going to move there. <laughs> you yeah. love the energy there yeah. so, so much. It is great vibe. Um, Sean, how about you? How's your weekend? Um, yeah, not too bad. I went for karaoke um, on Sunday. I didn't make it. I got kicked out like before we got oh, to the room. No. But it was for my, um, <laughs> my friend's birthday. And I did something stupid. I bought a vape. Because yeah, I'm like, nice. you know, might as well. Like, everyone <laughs> was getting on the bandwagon and stuff. Yeah. And we took a selfie of it in the bathroom. And the guy came out, like, the security guard, like, came out. It's like, what are you doing? Like, you're doing it in secret. You know, it's not the right thing to do. And I'm like, where does it say that we're not allowed to vape right. and stuff? Had a whole, like, whole stupid argument about it. Don't want to get into it. I think but it's really interesting, the whole vape discussion. Like, whether you can or can't do it. Because yeah. it's not... Well, the regulations right? like are not different fire. yeah exactly and there's no nicotine in that vape so you know what i mean the, yeah. the regulations are a bit different yeah. so um anyways the you know the security guard wasn't having it so i didn't get a chance to actually make it out to karaoke but i had a good Whoops. time anyways uh, i got to bed early i woke up the next day and i had um Liv's graduation as well yesterday oh, lovely. Um, Congrats. yeah and it was actually really nice like they um yeah everything looked really good and stuff and yeah. I honestly am kind of jealous because I'm pretty sure when I graduate, there'll be a ceremony that I'll have to sit through for two hours. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> I'd yeah. rather just skip all that. But yeah, that's yeah. just, that's it for me. Fair enough. Very nice. Kat, your graduation's coming up. I know. Exciting. Yours and Jesse's. Yeah. And John's as well. So all our mates are um, graduating at, a se- at the same time, but like we all finished at different times. Yeah. It's really odd, obviously, yeah. with COVID. So um, yeah, very exciting. Just me and you, Tess. <laughs> yeah, except I'll be like another three years. Oh, no. It'll be and all then, worth it. That's right. I'll still be here. <laughs> <laughs> just for car chats. Yes, of course. You'll just keep doing extra units just so just you're for car, car chats. Yeah. The radio right. studio. Hey. Shall we jump into our news update? We shall. So, first, New Zealand Travel Bubble has opened, mm-hmm. which is very exciting. Although, I did see on the news, I was laughing about this, dancers. Yes. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. At the airport, yeah, with the bubbles. With the, um, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Who thought that was a good idea or why? Basically, it was like a group of dancers wearing all black with these clear 
balls. Like, yeah. And they were like dancing. It was like interpretive dance. Like it was yeah. whack. And yeah. it was just so odd. And yeah. I saw the video as well. And it was like the news reporter was just holding a laugh. In. Yeah. Like she was like, what is happening? I don't know <laughs> whose idea it was, but I could see what they were trying to do. Like it is a momentous occasion. Like they're holding a bubble. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so oh, glad it's fine. Yeah. Did you not? Yeah. Did you not? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope <laughs> oh geez that's why they're holding the bubble oh, but yeah okay, i mean i get i get why and stuff it's actually really exciting i've seen a few yeah. a few videos and a few um pictures of like families reuniting yeah, for the first really time yeah. and yesterday when i was getting some flowers for the grad thing um, i was talking to the florist there and she was like yeah i'm booking my travels and stuff i haven't seen my family in like over two years Aww. and all that um because she hadn't she was planning on visiting last year and then of course that didn't happen and stuff yeah. and i was just like oh that's so crazy i forgot that families i'm like oh i can't wait to travel and i'm like i forgot families actually live in new zealand yeah. and yeah. australia and stuff that are separated <laughs> um but yeah that's exciting oh, finally and potentially i saw a newspaper article about a potential travel bubble with singapore oh, as that'd well be exciting. yes yes yeah, which would be amazing. awesome yeah yeah, yeah. so stay tuned my friends yeah now this time last week there was um an, an interview with um christine holgate who was the former oz post chief executive now she came out accusing scott morrison of bullying in the wake of her of the Cartier watch scandal. So if you don't know, there was this whole thing into um, Oz Post and the money that they were spending uh, on gifts. Yeah. 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 Um, but in the wake of ago, that, yeah. yeah, Scott Morrison would, would, if you've seen it, if you haven't seen it, you should go see it because it's actually quite bad. Um, Scott Morrison basically bullied her in front of Parliament house like it, sorry in in part whilst parliament was sitting in session yeah, yeah. um yeah. yeah so very interesting with that yeah so christine holgate she deemed it one of the worst acts of bullying she'd ever seen and then scott morrison refused to apologize for it yeah he hasn't mm. apologized it's just so frustrating because it just keeps on going i think everyone's just i don't know i i don't know about you guys but i'm just waiting for another election right now like i am so done yeah with hearing all of this stuff come out from the libs like i just yeah, yeah me too I'm tired yeah I'm tired. Me too. i am tired Alrighty, next story next one government announces royal commission into vet veteran suicides um what was it the it's just they're investigating the the welfare and well-being of like our armed forces yeah. and people in our defense forces yeah. um so that they can take preventative measures you know, moving forward, which I think is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad to see that mental yeah. health recognition think, is becoming more prevalent. Yeah, I was going to say, I think in light of like, you know, for comparison, I guess, you know, America, how they go about treating the veterans and all that, mm. like their welfare, their mental health and all that. I think this is a great initiative. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's more so like looking into like the state of things rather than like putting in any measures at this current point in time. So I guess we'll see what comes out of it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely touch back on it, I reckon. And just loosely on that one, if you haven't seen either last week, um, oh, no. the, <laughs> the Navy dance, I had to mention it. I'm what, sorry. It what, was so... What was the big deal about that? Like, why did it go so viral? Okay. So there were a group of dancers and they were twerking, clearly twerking, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. a bit provocative, having a bit of a good time, but it was in front of um, the Governor General and the Chief of Navy and all these other politicians and senior officials. And the ABC actually, <laughs> yeah, it was, it's quite oh funny. But the ABC filmed this and it's just, and The Guardian just released this article stating that the dance group um, are really um, unimpressed with the ABC's footage of it because they like 
clearly edited the provocative bits. Like they, oh, they cut into like yeah. the promiscuous like twerking yeah. and stuff and then cut to a shot of like the official's face. Oh, no. Do you mean? So it made it a bit more like <laughs> crazier yeah. than it was probably. Like footage yeah, on our absolutely. socials. Yeah. I was, that's so funny. Yeah. Mm. That is so funny. What even was the point of the dance, if you don't mind me asking? It was for the launch of like that HMAS supply launch. Yeah. That's what okay. it was for. So it was an official thing. Like it was an actual why, event. Why are we celebrating all these events with dance? dancing? Dancing. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a common, that's a common thing know, there at this point. It's kind of bizarre. Yeah. Anyway, shall we move on to the final segment of this segment <laughs> of the podcast, which is out. So we each bring one strange and unusual news headline to yeah. the table. Yeah. Um, Sean, would you like to go first? Um, yeah, mine's actually popped up a few times. I don't know if you've seen, but those strange metal monoliths have been, that has been popping up everywhere. No. Um, I think the first one popped up in Utah in like late 2020 um, in like one of their, like in, in the San Juan I think I'm saying that right, County. Um, but basically with no explanation, it was just there one day and then it was gone, like, you know, after it got noticed and stuff. It's popped up in, like, 87 different locations worldwide with the most recent one in Adelaide recently in Australia. Um, and it's just this big metal monolith with no explanation. No, They think it's some sort of, like, um, like art piece yeah. it's some sort of like you know Surely. but they're trying to figure out who's organising it because yeah. you know travel's not really a thing at the moment it's popped up literally in like countries in Europe South America Central America um, in Asia as well that's kind of scary it is I'm, I'm very scary. I'm very invested in you know in interest there would be yeah. so oh, I can just imagine like um, conspiracy theorists right yeah. now well, yeah. their yeah. brains must be ticking yeah <laughs> like yeah it's just a message from aliens. Yeah, I Is think it? that was one of the theories and all that, but I think the materials that are in it are very like easy to get your hands on and it's not like it's it's hollow. Mm. So it's just sheets of metal. Mm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So overnight, it's just been... Yeah, it's just popped up. So it's been coordinated all over the world. Basically, oh, yeah. Wow. yeah no, so hopefully, we'll find out maybe next yeah. week we might have more on that. That's kind of amazing. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, how about you, Tess? Mine. Mine's pretty funny. So I found this on the Huffington Post. And it is, the cannabis industry would like you to stop using these pot slang words. So apparently, any term, this is what, um, um, this was a quote that I've yeah. taken from the article, sorry. Yeah. Any term applied to cannabis other than cannabis is negligent and abusive behaviour. <laughs> apparently, the term marijuana is a Mexican slur. Is it? I don't That's know. That's so, it's a, wait, it's... A, it's a Mexican slur of yeah. Americans for Americans or I don't know. Let me, let me do a live Google search, okay. bring up the article. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. The term marijuana is a Mexican slur, although it is tolerated when combined with the word medical for specific purposes. Yeah. The term marijuana originates from Mexican Spanish, but it was used by racist politicians who first criminalized cannabis. Oh. Precisely because they wanted to underscore that it was a Latino, particularly Mexican, vice. Yeah. And oh. that word, with all its implications, has become the most common name for cannabis in the US yeah. today. Right. Wait, so do they have an issue with other words or is it just marijuana? Because it's. No. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Pot is Pot is another. Weeds. Weed can be ugly and destructive. Pot is short for, and excuse my pronunciation. Potacion de Guaya. 
an alcoholic beverage that means drink of grief. Oh my God. Drink of grief. I know. Jazz cabbage. I've never heard anyone That's use so Jazz wacky. Cabbage. Devil's lettuce. Uh, wacky I, tobacky. My favorite is a Puff the Magic Dragon yes, cat. Of course. Yeah. Puff the Magic Dragon. Um, I just thought that was really interesting. So moving forward, I will only be referring to the Devil's lettuce as cannabis. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Devil's lettuce. So, so good. Your turn, cat. Uh, mine is just a mention of what happened on maths the oh, other night. Man. I don't watch maths. Oh, but. Like, I, I genuinely don't. But everyone's been talking about it and I was like, we just have to, have to mention it. Yeah. The whole incest stuff. What uh-huh. incest stuff? What? Uh-huh. Oh, Basically, right, right. Beck. Yeah. She's the one that, like, the shit stirrer, basically. Um, she announced that, so she was really mad at the guy that, I don't even know their names, but the guy that Bryce. she was. No, Jake. No, no, Jake. 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 Okay. So she was accusing of Jake for cheating because he kissed. Shared a friendly like kiss friendly with a kiss. co-star. Exactly, on New Year's Eve. On yeah. the lips. It was yeah. on the lips, It was yes. like a peck. Yeah. And then it came out that, so she, Beck's having a full go at him, like, what the fuck? Basically why ended the relationship because of that kiss. Exactly. Turns out that when she was in Perth doing a, because um, she was doing like a video diary. Yeah, because she had to leave the show because her dog was sick. Yeah. There's a footage of her doing the video diary and then the um it doesn't she doesn't stop the recording. She doesn't end the recording. And so she's kept it and she goes to the back of the room or in the corner or whatever yeah. and she starts kissing this guy, like full making out. Yeah. And in the reunion she states that it was her brother. Yeah. But everyone's like what? So yeah. clearly just to hide that she was cheating. Yeah. But more the fact that she said, oh, that's my brother, but they were clearly making out. Yeah. So it's like incest yeah. cheating. It's so disgusting. It was honestly Ew. such a shock. Um, I watched the whole thing and all that. And the whole time she's attacking this other guy for having a secret girlfriend outside of the outside of the show and all yeah. that. And they butted heads the entire time. And she came clean eventually, like, you know, later in the show and all that. But I'm just like, yeah, she's honestly... I, I don't know how to describe her, but she's just honestly such a shit person. <laughs> But yeah, she tried like, to stay uh, with her brother. Like she literally straight up lied about it. Oh but God. honestly, I have a question. How stupid can you be yeah. not to end a recording though? I know. Like if you're doing something fishy, like I think you need to be better literally. at like covering be a bit your tracks. More diligent, hey. Yeah, and like even the double standards as well. I have a question. Yeah. I do. You guys think that maths will continue to garner the success it has? Yeah. Given that this season it's documented some really toxic behaviors. But I feel like it just keeps getting more. Bad, bad, yeah. bad. That's bad. what like, I mean. Last so, like, season, why has it been allowed to yeah. continue and to document such behaviors yeah. still makes for so, so long. much money. Yeah. One thing is, though, that I don't yeah. understand about the experts and, and all that. And there's no ethics. Like, there would be no ethical guidelines. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, the experts as, like, you know, psych- psychologists and medical professionals, I think that they have, you know, a responsibility. And, you know, one of the contestants mm. is you know, evidently gaslighting and manipulative, like one of the... Is Bryce? Yeah. Fuck Bryce. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's honestly shocking, but I've heard that he's moved to Melbourne. So if anyone sees him... Give him a finger. Throw an egg. Basically, my rivalry (laughs) is on site. I will punch him in the face. Oh my gosh. Anyways, after the break, we're going to be chatting about success and how we measure it or Mm -hmm. define it. Um, You're listening to Car Chats with Tess, Kat and Sean. (laughs) 
Hey guys, welcome back. You are listening to Car Chats with Tess, Kat and Sean. Um, thank you for joining us. We are just about to start our second segment in um, in regards to success. So we did chuck a poll up recently on our Instagram and we asked you guys a few questions. Ooh, yeah. We had a few replies. We won't get too much into it because a lot of them were pretty similar to each other. At Car Chats um, Monash. <laughs> at Car Chats that's right. Um, and Shameless I posted some of their responses. Um, they're quite different. We had yeah, one were. one follower comment saying money, reputation, and assets, um, and the other lot was basically talking about waking up excited to be alive, feeling fulfilled in whatever you fill your days with. Mm. Two very different responses, but I feel like two very valid responses yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I guess. Um, how do you guys feel in terms of like measuring success? How would you guys say you measure your success? Well, like everyone's definition of success is based entirely on their own values their own ambitions and their own life experience right yeah absolutely so I think we can divide success into like maybe two realms maybe you you're like work life and your yeah career, and then your personal life and relationships yeah mm. um and i know it's a really common interview question and i was thinking about like what i would answer yeah if someone asked me in an interview what does success look like to you yeah in this industry and i find i was i was racking my brain and i'm finding it really difficult to come up with a concise and succinct yeah answer i think i don't know i don't know about you but i think personally i feel like every year i think that changes a little bit for yeah. me you know what i mean when you first you're in high school you, you have an idea of mm. success when you first start uni you have an idea when you're through uni but i feel like the older you you know it, it's it's less of a specific tunnel vision goal and more of like a feeling or you know I what a, i mean i have a question for both of you yeah do you think that you value your work life and your personal life at the same level? I think currently and I do. And that is one more important than the other. Um, it's th- interesting because I'm not in a like I I'm no not, neither am I. My career hasn't started yeah. yet. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure if I could answer it truly. Yeah. But I would like to hope that it'd be balanced. But yeah. right now everything's personal. Yeah. Same. Know? Yeah. Me too. I understand. I feel like now currently though, like it's almost 50, 50. I feel like everyone's like, this is the time to make, you know, start networking, start making connections, yeah. start figuring out all that kind of stuff. So there is that ultimate pressure, I guess, in figuring out what you want to do so that, you know, in order to succeed in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely feeling like 50, 50, but more so career wise, that's a bit more of a push. Cause I feel like personal life has been a bit of a priority last, you know, last or so years during high school like uni and all that but i think right now yeah i'm like at that like threshold where i'm like i kind of want to start you know Mm. getting my foot in and start like you know doing better if that makes sense in terms of like where i am now and where i want to be like in a month's time or so can i take this conversation on a tangent for like 20 seconds yeah go for it if anyone has networking tips can you please (laughs) send them our way like i am on linkedin but my linkedin's not very good and i don't know how to network yeah Yeah. it's tricky it's more the confidence like yeah like having the guts to just step out of your comfort zone and be like yeah i i i like what you do yeah i want to know how you got there yeah do you want to get coffee and the interesting Mm. the biggest advice i got with networking or finding you know meeting someone that you really admire and you want to get to know yeah asking them to have a chat yeah they love that everyone loves to talk about themselves yeah like that's the biggest thing like if you're going into these sorts of conversations just think they want to talk about themselves they're going to tell you like they're going to try and yeah tell you everything as well so why not go for it but i know it's hard just like 
putting your step into it. Because I it's totally, like, ah. I totally get that. Cause I mean, I've downloaded the LinkedIn again on my phone recently and I'm trying to be a bit more engaging in terms of that, but you're so right. Like seeing what everyone else is doing and seeing how focused they are on like LinkedIn and like sharing each other's stories and all that. I think it's, it's like a huge part, like networking yeah. is such a huge part, but my fear is honestly generally being like, Hey, do you have time to catch up? And they're like, sorry, like my time is so valuable. Like I'm so crazy. So busy and stuff. Yes. People do like to talk, but well, I think it's just, just let it go. And you have yeah. a phone call. Doing. Set up a phone call. Yeah. Yeah. They can do it in the car as yeah. well. You That's could give them the questions beforehand yeah. to prepare as well. Yeah. Like it's, it is hard. Yeah. I completely understand. I know what we're going to do. What's that? Post show. Yeah. We're going to put a question box on our Instagram. Yeah. I'm saying this so we don't forget when I listen back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For our listeners to provide us with networking tips. Yes. Thank yeah. you in advance. I mean, we'll share them up as well so everyone else can obviously benefit from them. Mm. Do you think in terms of work-related stuff and career success, how important is money to you guys? I mean, obviously, I am going to equate success with security. I want to be able to provide for myself and my family and look after everyone. Yeah. Um, and I, and I want to be secure enough that if, like, for example, my mum wants to go on a holiday, I can give her a holiday. Yeah, or, like, okay. do you know what I mean? Like, I want to yeah. be – I just want to be really, really secure. Yeah. So money is obviously important. Absolutely, yeah. I it, agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I wrote that down. I said stability and security is way more important because – for the jobs that I would want to get into teaching and media, yeah. they're yeah. pretty low. Like, they're not low income, but they're, yeah. one's hard to get into. Yeah. The other, it's mediocre. Yeah. So. Oh, I totally 100% agree with you. And one thing that I've noticed as well is that, like, you know, I feel like older generations, like, excess is success for them. It's, like, having more than you need mm-hmm. is, like, you know, definition of success. Like, yeah. I know so many family friends that have, like, big houses, have dogs, have a family. They go on holidays, like, you know, almost every year, like, every two years and all that. But they're, like, oh, I wish I had, you know, was mm. a bit, you know, had, like, made better decisions earlier on. But, like, for me, like, literally what you've just said in terms of, like, yeah. security and all that, I'm totally, like, I just want to have enough money to be comfortable and not yeah. stress about bills, not have to choose between either paying bills or like putting my kids through school yeah. or a holiday you want that mm. safety blanket exactly. for when you retire and yeah. for when the people you love retire yeah. as well I, to look after i think yeah them. for yeah. me i would define success as having a, a full-time job that also lets me in, do things that i enjoy in life yeah. like taking time off and like you mm. know mm. going on mm. holiday another, and all that stuff another revelation that i had like about success and youth yeah i feel like a lot of people i think at our age especially we get caught up in the idea that youth is like success is synonymous with being young as well right yeah definitely Mm. you have to be successful at a young age like before you're 30 be really impressed (laughs) like oh that's so impressive you were only 20 years old and you got this job or whatever and i feel like back then it was definitely not about that it was you just work your way up you get to where you are and you stop and you live that way and it's fine now it's all about who do you know? All your networking. How many people are on LinkedIn? What jobs have you done? What extracurricular? Like all of that mm. stuff. And it has to do with how young you are. Yeah. I think especially um, that sentiment is propelled by how um, dependent we are on the use of technology. Yeah. In that the of visibility course. of other people's successes puts it's, this pressure on oh, yeah. us. Mm. Yeah. Like I see people on my LinkedIn and they're just kicking goals. Yeah. yeah. And I just need to take a step back and remember that it's 
all relevant. It's and all relative. I'm absolutely. kicking goals yeah. in my realm. In your own way, yeah, for yeah. sure. I don't know about you guys, but recently I've seen on my social media a lot of people buying houses, getting engaged. Oh, yeah. I've had probably like six people get engaged in the last like two months and all mm. that. And, you know, buy houses, probably four of them have bought houses and all that. And that's incredible. Like they're probably like in their early, not even mid-20s at this point. Mm. And... You know what I mean? I, like you, Tess, have to like take a step back and be like, it's just not my time yet. Yeah, yeah exactly. But there is that need. Pathways. And I think something that we'll discuss a little bit later in the next segment is that hustle culture as well. Yeah. That oh, is yeah. so like eminent. And it's almost like because we have so many opportunities to be successful, mm. it's almost like, it, it's also saturated for one, but two, it's almost like you need to constantly have That's something the on the thing. side. I think we very often more often than we should mm. we conflate success with being really busy mm. yeah. yeah but then yeah. this is actually a really good segue into success in our personal life yeah but then we sacrifice our well-being which yeah. i think is like the pinnacle mm. of personal success yeah. is being in good health yeah mm. and being happy yeah absolutely you know see relationships are an interesting one and i have two points to make here i think like because I come from an ethnic family, mm. I think any relationship I'm going to be in, I'm going to feel pressure. Mm. Because yeah. in, for example, like I was raised in a predominantly Vietnamese culture, Vietnamese yeah. family. Yeah. And in Vietnamese culture, you date to marry. Yeah. So right? Yeah. And if yeah. I'm dating different people, I, it's I odd like, to them. it is bizarre to them. Yeah. And they yeah. kind of... It's almost like, why would you extend this energy... Yeah, if it's not something that and they don't want to meet them so either. I'm yeah. a failure in their eyes. Yeah. yeah, and also, like, look, I've never had a sustained relationship. I've never had a long term relationship. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I don't necessarily see them as failures either because I've mm. learned from them. Just yeah. because they weren't sustainable doesn't mean they weren't successful. Yeah, no, they're still, I, they're yeah. still were valuable. No, I totally get that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I totally, I totally understand where you're coming from, and I think in my first relationship as well, I had this like almost like pressure that i was just like because like i said i think i mentioned this before that like i wouldn't date someone that i wouldn't see myself spending a like you know long term with there's no point you know what i mean there's no point building anything because to me that's how i feel i feel like when you spend that much time with someone i feel like it's energy that i'm giving to something like i'm prioritizing and it's a commitment so Mm. i feel like it's this energy that i'm using up and if it's not something that i see going anywhere long term i think it's not something that i would commit to but also there's this pressure on myself to make it work and when it doesn't it's like this sense of failure you know what i mean because you've wasted time because not even wasted of time because i just for me it's like the fact that it didn't work out i didn't do enough or i didn't you know what i mean i wasn't good enough i didn't do enough and like all of these things and i think that's like you know it's like obviously internal pressure and all that but i think especially after like my first relationship i think like one of the biggest things i was just like i failed you know what i mean i messed up everyone's gonna know i failed because it's obviously so public like there's all these like things and you know what i mean like it's almost like it's not embarrassing but i think that's one of the thoughts that i went to that's why i was like i need some time to process this before but it's such a natural thing and i think as you said there's that negative not negative connotation but it's you know a breakup so negative and it's like well it happens yeah um yeah. You move past it. And it doesn't mean that it wasn't a successful relationship yeah. just because it didn't end in marriage or yeah. end up in a future. Yeah. I right? mean, there's still so much to take from it. Like, I learned so much about yeah, like exactly. myself, like, what and I... And that's successful. You know, like, yeah. you got something out of it. Yeah. If you didn't get anything out of it, if it was, like, toxic or abusive or something, yeah. then, okay, not successful. Different story, yeah. 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 
Interesting, but, yeah. but I'm very different to you, Sean. Yeah. I do a lot of dating just for the sake of dating. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Well, yeah. If I'm bored, I'll just be like, <laughs> yeah. here's a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it, wine and dime me? <laughs> yeah. No, I do feel like there was a stage where you were like, oh, yeah, like, you know, that didn't work out. And then I was like, but there's this new person. And I was like, okay, yeah. Maybe not quite that, it. like, close <laughs> to each other. But I was like, but no, that's the thing, though. I, like, think that's great that you can bounce back and you can put yourself out there again or even try because I'm, like, such a cynical person. I'm like, oh. But also, I'm on a dating detox. I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and to no, that's be fair, fair. It has been, it's lasted a little while. Yeah. So wow. I, I just, I do not have yeah. the time or the energy <laughs> or yeah. the mental or emotional capacity to deal with feelings right now. <laughs> that is so. absolutely fair. You know, that's fair. There's, there know? shouldn't be any pressure yeah. here. There shouldn't at all. Like, yeah. I don't feel it. But then there's times where I'm like, oh, it'd be nice to have yeah. someone yeah. to cuddle. Yeah. You know, yeah. but yeah. balance, balance. That's absolutely. true. But anyway, I was trying to think of a definition not a definition, but maybe some guidelines yeah. for what, like, perhaps, quote-unquote, a successful relationship should look like. Mm. Yeah. And I think it should be one built on respect mm-hmm. and built on, like, this mutual desire to add value to each other's lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Is there yeah. anything you want to add to that, though? That's a really no, good way of putting really it. that's a really good summary. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I think something that as well, like, gives you, like, energy and, you know, I guess kind of obviously you're gonna have bad days and all that and you're gonna you know a bit a bit low sometimes so I think someone that you can count on on those days yeah. not as a crutch not to rely on per se but just to know that someone will have your back at the end of the day and it, yeah. it goes it goes both ways that's yeah. like such a valuable thing to have because that's that's so the whole nice. point of having a relationship having a witness to like the achievements that you have in life and stuff mm, so yeah. I think like you know not finding someone that makes you happy but someone to share that like kind of happiness with and yeah. like yeah, not someone really to like beautiful. push you and like you know be your mom or like be your yeah, dad and stuff yeah, yeah, in terms yeah, of yeah, that of but someone to share in like you know your career like just all the milestones in life i think that's like yeah, yeah. that's really beautiful Sean. yeah oh thanks i love that <laughs> but yeah that's that's how i see it <laughs> anyways i think that just about wraps up this segment um and quick. after the break <laughs> yeah it was quick but we're running out of time after the break we are going to be unpacking toxic positivity and that like good vibes only approach to life You're here with your mates, Tess, Kat and Sean on Radio Monash. What's up, besties? (laughs) Yeah, besties. Uh, We're going to be unpacking toxic positivity now. Um, So toxic positivity is when or is the belief that no matter how difficult a situation is, people should maintain a positive mindset. This can be an optimistic and hopeful attitude. However, maintaining these so-called positive vibes Mm -hmm. is unrealistic. And as we all know, you know, life isn't a fairy tale. We can't maintain that happiness Mm -hmm. 24-7. You know, we have our ups and downs and that's completely, completely normal. And toxic positivity aims to channel only that positivity without acknowledging the bad stuff. Mm. So you would all have, I'm sure come across this sort of toxic um, we're gonna say toxic positivity like about a hundred times yeah literally well we did put a, a, a poll up asking people if they've ever felt like they constantly had to find the silver lining in every situation mm-hmm. and about yeah. like 83 people 83 percent of people said yes versus 17 yeah. percent people saying wow that. yeah that's a that's a that's a large majority yeah because it's like you know i i think we've built this culture where it's preferable to 
to give off that to try and find the good in everything is what yeah. I'm yeah. trying to say. Yeah. 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 And so examples of toxic positivity when something really bad happens to you and someone responds, look on the bright side mm. or at least you're lucky you have this mm. or at least this didn't happen. Yeah. I think it's still important to um, acknowledge that yeah. it's okay to say to, to give positive reinforcement so that someone can move on, yeah. for instance. So yeah. when I yeah. say that, I mean like... So you're in this sticky situation, you don't know what to do mm. and they're try- and someone is there for you and they're saying, look, to move forward, let's think of all the things that you can do now or try and use more productive language rather than yeah. Yeah. look on the it's bright side. It's almost like don't minimise the situation but more so reinforce the fact that you can mm. get through this. You yeah. can do this, yeah. you've done it before, rather than just being like, oh, it's not that big a deal, it could be worse and all mm. that. Instead of like minimising yeah, the situation. It could be worse is a huge one. Oh, absolutely, because yeah. Because like, although I feel like a lot of these statements such as everything happens for a reason mm. or you know, look on the bright side, yeah. they are well-intentioned. Yeah. They can be yeah. really harmful yeah. because they invalidate the emotions that people are experiencing, such yeah. as like sadness yeah. or anger. It's really it's almost, yeah. interesting to break it down into, say, the two two people in the situation. Yeah. Right? yeah. So the person who has the problem and then the second person who is listening to this problem. Yeah. I completely understand if you're listening to someone's someone's pro- i'm gonna say someone's problem right yeah. mm. i completely understand how it could be really difficult to support or give the right information mm. or i don't know response. any yeah the right to response that will make them feel validated yeah. Yeah. because obviously everyone is completely different mm. and also on the on that other end i think people might feel say uncomfortable if it's someone that they're not friends with or you know it just depends on the circumstance but at its core, toxic positivity is really about brushing or dismissing someone's feelings mm. just to kind of get it. I find that I've experienced it when someone just can't can't be bothered like listening or just yeah. doesn't want it, yeah. just wants to wrap up like, the conversation oh, to move fine. on. Yeah. 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 It's not that big a deal. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. And I think it's something you whip out when you're feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. And yeah. you just want to get it over and done. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which I get. But yeah. it's not great. <laughs> you know what, though? Like, growing up, like, like my obviously, I think, for me personally, my first experience with that is obviously my parents. Like, mm. my mother especially grew up, like, you know, it was hard. Like, her mother was a single parent to, like, eight kids. So, you know, I think for her, a lot of times when I'm upset about school or something like that growing up, she'd be like, you know, like, I didn't have, you know, yeah. a meal oh, every day. Yeah. I didn't have a roof over my head and stuff. And I think you know, she, she was kind of rationalizing the fact that, hey, look, you can do this. You know what I mean? You've got all these positive things to look forward to. And I think it's sometimes like, it's definitely well-intentioned. Like sometimes I find myself looking at my, like, you know, people who are like, you know, having a hard time and stuff. I'm like, look, you've got a great support group around you. You have, you know, food, you've got a family that loves you and stuff. And it's almost like, yes, even though I have those things, mm. I can still feel bad. I can feel still, still For feel sure. down or upset. All, it is all relative. Like absolutely. your normal is very different yeah. to what her normal was growing up. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. And my parents yeah. are the exact same, but they just need to yeah. understand that my suffering is still valid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Even though it's not on the same level as the suffering, for example, yeah. my mum experienced as yeah. a refugee or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I no, I totally agree with you. Yeah. As well, in terms of this toxicness, yeah. we're kind of talking about it as though it's someone else doing it to you, right? Like oh, toxic yeah. positivity yeah, yeah. towards you. It's definitely. But 
what about when you're on your own, you've got this issue and you're saying mm. to yourself, look, I could have it worse. Yeah. Oh, Mate, yeah. That is, is that complete? <laughs> that would be, would you say that is toxic as I, yes. yeah, still totally. toxic? Because do you know what? Uh, the, the one example I'm going to use for me is I always try to tell myself that I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. When I'm really not fine. Yeah. And then I find that I bask in my emotions for a lot longer because I'm trying to suppress them. Rather yeah. than face it and Rather deal with it just, and process it. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think I do that too. I think I do yeah. it though in terms of making someone else feel better. No, sorry. I, I, I'll suppress it so I'm not annoying or I'm not like, yeah, so that the other person doesn't, right? Or that like, oh, you know, is it reasonable for you to think that way? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And I think I'm probably the biggest propagated to myself in terms of like that kind of thinking. Like I'll be, I'll have like a terrible day at work and, you know, I've got assignments and just stuff going on. And I'm like, look, it could be worse. Like, you know, and I do that as well. And what I kind of do as well is I like minimize, you know, my ability yeah. to, to process those feelings and I think like so many people will attest to like this like something will probably build up and I'll be like oh it's fine like I was trying to look at the bright side like usually yeah. and stuff and I think it builds up it builds up it builds up to a point where like probably in a few weeks time I'm flat and I don't really know why and it's because yeah I just never process those feelings that happened you know a while ago mm. you know what I mean mm. and it's like when you like think about it you have a bit of a breakthrough and you're like fuck I can yeah. finally process it and that's when you have yeah. that breakdown and you're like and oh that's one of the things that you said Tess it's like when you don't deal with it head on and stuff it tends to last longer yeah you know what i mean instead yeah, of like definitely. just having you know a bad day being like yep today is shit like i've had a bad day everyone's been so rude to me for no reason and then you you're like you know sit in that for a bit and then you move on it's so much better than being like it's fine like they're probably having a hard day as well like that's yes. why people are rude today yes. and then you kind oh, of take yeah. away your ability to feel like your feelings are valid because mm, you're trying to justify bad behavior hey? yeah although i do another point i wanted to add something i do to myself is that I feel guilty for having breakdowns sometimes. Yeah. It's like right. if I'm upset over something, I'll start to tell myself, like ask myself questions like, why are you upset over this? It's not important. Yeah. Mm. Like get mm. yourself together. Yeah. And then I, I do that a lot. And then too. I feel really guilty yeah. for crying or feel a lot of shame. Yeah. Because I'm like, why can't I hold it together? Yes. Yeah. Why am I so Oh my god. Are you equated yeah. to weakness almost? Do yeah. you also reckon I don't know if this is this is you as well okay. but i have those sorts of moments of being really emotional and breaking down when i'm like halfway into no before my period <laughs> oh my god I'm just mood. Like, so for me i've <laughs> me. always used that not as an excuse but to me if i'm like really emotional like or I suddenly, yeah i'm just like oh it's my period like yeah. i don't know mm. if this is really how i feel yeah. i can't think properly da 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 but then at the same time, I'm like, should I be saying that to myself? I should be mm. like, yeah, this is yeah. an actual thing. And yeah. maybe the reaction would be different when I've got, when it's at a different time of the month. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. that's what happens for me. That's when it happens. Interesting. Yeah. Period talk for a second. Apologies yeah. to all the men who feel uncomfortable right now. But um, stuff it. You should no, feel uncomfortable. So Normalise yeah. menstruation. Thank please. you. Um. So I am very in tune with the emotions related to my cycle yeah. because I've been tracking for a long time and because my cycle is extraordinarily irregular, mm. I know that like a week and a half before I am an emotional wreck. Same. Oh because God. I've tracked it for so long, I know the trends. Yeah. Because yeah. when I don't, because I don't know when my period's coming, mm. but I know a week and a half out, 
you that know it's about arrive to come. Yeah. Because of the way I'm feeling. Yeah. yeah. That happens to me mm. as well. That's when I know like the first stage for me is like that emotional yeah. behavior where you're like, yeah. oh my God, why am I crying? Why am I really moody? Yeah. Yes. And then I'm irritable too. Yeah. Anyways. No, I get that. I mean, I don't obviously. Do you? <laughs> I, yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing as well is that like the whole like myth about like, oh, like in the time of the month, you know what yeah. I mean? That whole joke yeah. that's, you know, I just think sometimes when you feel bad, like we try and find it a physical reason as to why mm. we're feeling that mm. way. Oh, I had, didn't have enough water today. I didn't drink. But sometimes you're just having, a, you know, a, a mental... Shit day. Exactly. It's you're a allowed to have a like shit day without, you know... It's a bit like when, you know, when you're sick yeah. or you've, you're starting to feel a bit sick or you feel a bit of pain somewhere yeah. and mm. you're just like, hmm, what's that from? Yeah. And you keep trying to find out yeah. what it's from. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you feel like at ease once you find out yeah. what why it's... Yeah. Why yeah. that happened. Yeah. I'm just thinking, yeah. is that the same as feeling down about yourself like yeah yeah Do you mean? but i feel like for us like if we're physically feeling pain we're like okay something's wrong but yeah. if we're feeling a bit down we don't think something is wrong we're like what's wrong with me you know exactly you know I mean? you're not like something yeah. is doing this to me i'm doing this you're to not you know accepting I mean? yeah. that there's yeah. something wrong exactly i'm like how many of you guys will take a day off work if you have the flu or you feel sick but you won't do it if you're like not okay like you know 100 yeah. percent in a great mental yeah. like you know you state and all that yeah we really don't treat yeah. mental health the we same actually as um there's this really good thing that we do at work at the moment um we have like this little whiteboard and we've got like little smiley faces we just drew it on being like how do you feel today and it's mm. like okay good could be better like all these things mm, yeah. and it's kind of like it's it's good being in tune about where everyone's at and we don't like oh like cheer up and you know any of that it's just more so about being aware and i think mm. when i first come into work and i see that board i like for the probably for the first time that day like check with myself how am i going yeah and stuff so i think that's a great really like nice. you know way to start and all about that, that. yeah with, um work like coming into a professional space yeah and whether it is okay or not okay to bring in your personal personal life and say your mental health yeah. Cuz I've always I've always been taught that, you know, once you go into work, once you yeah. s- mm. you're on the clock, you yeah. drop everything that's happened at home, yeah. you're at work, you stay professional. Yeah. I'm So to what extent can yeah. we balance that, I yeah. guess? Yeah. Where, you know, if I'm not feeling great, who do I tell? Do I have to tell someone? Yeah. Yeah. Do we have to See, tiptoe around people? Do I we think not know? Do we communicate it? That's personally, I used to be of the like the mind that like, cool, I'm at work now. You know, had a breakdown in the car, in the car park. It's over now. I'm at work. Just, you know, Step suppress, suppress, suppress. Until yeah. yeah. I, you know, finish work again after. Because one, I'm like trying to be professional. Two, I'm like everyone else here shouldn't cop or like have exactly, to be around right? the negative energy that I'm bringing. But like more recently, I think it's just okay to go up to someone or like be like, hey, I'm just feeling a bit flat today. Just so they know that, yep, you're doing work to the best of your ability. Like, I'm yeah. not going to be rude to a customer, mm. but I might not just be as chatty as usual. Mm. And on my break, I might just want to be alone. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's, a, you know, that's a good balance. Mm. I think making sure the people around you are aware about like where you're at, Okay. but yeah. obviously not being like, n- not, not negative, but like taking it out on someone, yeah. you know, or making See, someone else feel bad. I am. I don't think I found a very good balance. Mm. I'm going to be critical of myself for a yeah. second. Yeah. But I actively try to avoid taking my personal life to work. When I go to work, I show up. Mm. I put my personal life on hold. Yeah. But I almost, I think I've convinced myself that I like it. Like yeah. I like being like able that ability to, to just switch as a distraction oh, okay, yeah. from yes. my personal yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. And so far it's worked for me. <laughs> like there's been the odd occasion where I've, you know, had a bit of a cry at work because I've just had a really terrible day. Who yeah. hasn't cried in the fridge at yeah. work? I know. Yeah. I know. It cools your tears. It's very <laughs> relaxing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But 
most of the time, if I'm having a dreadful day and I'm feeling really low, I go to work, I just completely immerse myself in my work for a few hours mm. and I go home and I'm like, I needed yeah, that to worry about. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. I think it's really good, especially because sometimes I get into the mind- mindset of like, thinking like negatively because I'm in a bad mood. And then when you're at work, you kind of break that pattern a little bit and you just give yourself a break from thinking like negatively. Mm. But I get, I I totally get that. So I think there can be benefits to both. And I, it is, it is refreshing to see that there has, I've noticed at work, there have been a rise in cancellations for mental health days. Right. Okay. And I think it's really, it's really nice to see people honoring their mental health Mm -hmm. and giving it the time yeah. They, like giving themselves the time they need yeah. um, to just dwell in their emotions and, yeah. you know, process them in the way that they require. Yeah. I think like the big thing to take is that it's all right to like, you know, have a terrible day. Um, obviously, the thing is you can't just look at the negative and be like, mm. it's a shit day da, 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 and stuff. But like, I guess the difference is like separating the fact that it, you, it's not always, you know, you're not always being down or you're not always looking for the positive. Mm. I think like a good balance is like the goal. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah, that makes perfect Like sense. obviously like, I think we could be on the borderline being like, if you're having a bad day, you're having a bad day. Like nothing can get you out of it. Like don't try and help me out of it. I'm having a bad day. You're, you know, invalidating my feelings. Mm. I think it's more so if it's like a routine or a pattern where like, constantly you feel like the need to like find the silver lining or you know you're constantly telling your friends oh like just be positive Mm, like you know i think that's when it gets to a point where it's a bit toxic Mm. yeah and vice versa yeah so in terms of like non-toxic statements that we can use in response to if we're addressing someone else's problem take some notes guys yeah (laughs) some some things we could say are i'm listening Mm -hmm. or i'm here for you or that must be really hard or how can I help? These statements just kind of validate their feelings yeah. and let them know that yeah. someone is there for them. Yeah. yeah, and that they're actively listening because yeah. you yeah. want someone to be in tune with what you're what you're yeah. talking about, listening yeah. to you, all of that sort of yeah. stuff. Such a difference between listening and active listening. Exactly. Yeah. Um, also, it's totally okay to give up sometimes. You know what I mean? If you're pushing yourself and you're pushing yourself for something and you want to take a change, like it's not failing. Same with like, exactly. if you're in a bit of a rut and you need to change up, it's, you know, you're not giving up. You're just mm. prioritizing. Do you know what? My mom loves to send me motivational quotes on my, oh, on my, on my sad days. <laughs> yeah. No, but they're like, they're really good. Whenever I'm like having a breakdown, she'll send yeah. me pictures that she screenshotted. It's really Aww. cute. Yeah. And one of them I remember was like, rock bottom will teach you lessons that mountaintops never thing. will <laughs> exactly it's kind of recognizing it, that you can't so have good. positive vibes All energy yeah exactly you need like the good and the bad and like yeah. that's the balance well like what's sunshine without rain exactly right? yeah i think that's yeah nice. totally just accepting both you know both good and bad yeah um but yeah thanks guys for tuning into that let us know what your thoughts and feelings are about you know what we've just discussed if you felt like this if you've done this to yourself as well in the past um we want to know um we're going to take a short break everybody and welcome back to car chats with Tess, Kat and Sean and this is our final segment where we give you our top recommendation for the week so to kick it all off Sean what is yours this week my recommendation this week is a book that I started reading it's called Ishmael by Daniel Quinn I'm not very far into it and all that but I think 
going on about like the um like the trend of like being a bit more aware of our environmental impact Mm -hmm. and society it's such a great book um it's basically talks about like the balance um you know of society and nature and kind of looks a little bit at like the little and big impacts um of like you know basically the story starts off with like the death of a blue crab and i'm just like i don't know where this is going right. um i don't want to give too much away because it's such an interesting and cool book and all yeah. that um but yeah just it's yeah just give it a read the less you know the better but if you're into like philosophical books or into environment like the environment like the environment and environmental philosophy it's such a great book and yeah. such an interesting read it is a fiction book and i personally find them more interesting to read and easier to relate to um but yeah okay yeah, very nice. Good one. Very good recommendation, Sean. Mm. All righty. Mine is so mine's a bit of a story, to be honest. So our listeners would know that we've talked about clothing the gap a number of times, and they're an Australian-owned um, uh, clothing company, I guess, and they support um, Indigenous Australians and Indigenous rights and things like that. And so they've been in this two-year-long legal battle with Gap the US brand and now they've lost the right to the name Clothing the Gap and they're changing it to Clothing the Gaps. Gap doesn't even exist here anymore. I know. We lost Gap ages ago. I know. And they're still like it's unbelievable Big to me. Big corporations are relentless. Even, and they're not even Truly. similar. Like no. I, they both sell clothes. It's yes. one word. Yeah. Gap. Yeah. They've Literally. got Clothing the Gap. Surely that would Don't yeah. you? And it's a yeah. play on um, the government initiative yeah. Closing the Gap. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm just, it, it makes me really angry. But the yeah. whole point of this is that clothing the gaps, gaps <laughs> with an gaps. S, <laughs> now is having a sale because they need to get rid of all their clothing the gap apparel and merch and things like that. Mm-hmm. So everything that has the old um, name on it is now on sale. So please go check out their website Amazing. or they've just opened a store in Brunswick. Please Lovely. go do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's my recommendation. That's a really good one. Yeah. Yours, Kat? Mine is um, the Call Me By Your Name soundtrack. I watched Call Me By Your Name a while ago. It's a film that everyone just has to watch. Um, But I've just been listening to the soundtrack recently. And it's just, it's got a mix of like classical and then a bit of pop. But it's like foreign pop. So it's just really fun and you just get a bit of a surprise every time you listen to it on shuffle i love foreign pop we it's, are here for that i podcast. know so maybe um i'll have to uh, we'll have to play some some of it yes it. please next, yeah. next show yeah very very beautiful Dead it's a set. lovely lovely um soundtrack i will check it out yay anyways that brings us to the end of the show thank you so much for listening to car chats with tess cat and sean you can listen back to our episodes wherever you get your podcast but in the meantime why not check us out on our socials at car chats monash on instagram or car chats car chats with tess cat and sean <laughs> on facebook we'll be back live next week at 4 p.m on tuesday catch you next time see you guys bye